Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Mental Golf Show. I'm your host, Josh Nichols, and this is three days in a row of doing a daily podcast. I mean, I'm. you could essentially say that I'm uh, a daily podcaster. No? Eh, I don't know. Time will tell how long this keeps up. Um... I've got a really busy week this week of uh, doing some sessions with players. Uh, I've tried to schedule out a bunch this week. Uh, I've got a round of golf planned with one of my players. I've I've got a day of hiking planned with my wife, Kayla. Uh, So, yeah, it's going to be a busy week. It'll be hard to slip in times to do the daily show. And I just just want to go and let you know that I might not be able to pull it off. Let's hope I do. If all of a sudden it's a week later and this is the first you've heard from me uh, on the next one, then there you go. You know the answer, whether or not I can do it. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm gunning for it. There's definitely times during each day that I could pull it off, with the exception of Wednesday. That's hiking day. So we shall see. Time will tell. So today I've I've been busy. It's like it's 4.37 p.m. Usually I do these in the morning, really early. But today I've been helping my dad um, with their wedding venue. Uh, I do some work with him and with my parents on on their wedding venue. It's the it's the it's where I grew up. It's their house. It's where I got married to Kayla. Uh, so it's kind of been a family business since we got married two summers ago. So I've been helping them with that ever since it, it, uh, it's a way for me to make a little money and, uh, you pay some bills. So, you know, you got to do what you got to do, but I've been busy with that today. That's why it's 4:37, and I'm just now recording. And that's why this episode is getting released in the afternoon slash evening. Also, is 4.38, 4.37, is that considered afternoon or evening? I mean, this time of year when it's getting so dark, uh, this early, it feels like evening. It really does. I cut on the lights in the room. It's It feels like evening. So imagine me in a dimly lit office in my house with it getting dark outside I'm putting you in the mood. I'm setting setting the mood for this episode. It's a it's a late afternoon, early evening episode with Josh Nichols. Okay. Anyway, I've been busy today, so I'm finally getting around to it. And I just want to talk briefly about oh, what are what do you know? My dad is calling probably about the stuff we worked on today. Okay. I I will get back to you, Father, later. I'm not answering. I just want to talk briefly, quickly about a very important topic that can directly help you play better and directly help you manage your emotions, be just be better on the golf course. And the topic is called pre-acceptance. Pre-acceptance. So acceptance, let's, uh, let's look up the definition of acceptance. Acceptance is the action of consenting to receive or undertake something offered. So simply put, it's something is offered to you and you you decide whether or not you accept it. 
whether or not you take it. And and in golf, to translate that to golf, that would mean a a result of a shot is offered to you. Yes, you created the the shot. You you produced that result, but that result is offered to you. Now what do you take it or not? Do you accept it? And how important is that in golf to whether or not you accept a result? If you don't accept a result, you're going to you're going to be fighting against these uncontrollable factors all day, all round, all tournament. But if you do accept it, you the the results can come and go without much change to you, without much emotion, without much uh, without getting flustered. So when I say pre-acceptance, what do you think that means? What do you think accepting something preliminarily means? Well, simply put, pre-acceptance is accepting the result before the result even happens. It's it's knowing that there will be a result and you accepting it no matter what it will be. And I th- I think when we all struggle with acceptance, it's with bad results. We're pretty good at accepting good results, although when you let yourself get too high on good results, it's almost as bad as getting too low on bad results. So accepting good results is super important also, and therefore pre-accepting good results and pre-accepting bad results. Very, very important. So so let's take a bad shot. Let's, let's focus on the one that's harder to accept. So you know how you get really frustrated after a bad shot or a bad hole or a few holes? I, if, if I could boil down one thing that the most players that I talk to struggle with or ask for help with or don't know how to resolve, it's getting frustrated after a bad hole, a bad few holes, a bad shot, and moving on from it, simply accepting it. That's the m- number one thing that players ask me about and talk to me about. So, yes, you have high standards for yourself. Yes, most players have that high standard. But being frustrated and letting that frustration affect your future shots should not happen. Like, you can have the high standards. You can want the good result. But letting those results affect future shots is where it gets bad. So a major way to prevent that from happening is to go ahead and accept the outcome, to pre-accept the outcome, to be okay with a bad outcome before it even happens. That's, that's the way to be prepared for that bad result. Yes, you have the high standard. Yes, you want to hit a good shot. Yes, you want to shoot a good score. But having the mentality of it's going to be okay even if I don't have the good score. It's going to be okay even if I don't hit the bad shot. Because in golf, the bad shot is inevitable. The bad score is inevitable. Uh, On yesterday's episode, I believe, we talked about the wide range of skill level of, of every golfer. How not every golfer shoots the same score every time. Sometimes you shoot five, six, seven shots better than you do on average. Sometimes you shoot 
six, seven, eight shots worse than you do on average. So going into a round of golf, going into a, a individual shot with that mentality of pre-acceptance, it's going to be okay no matter what happens, will allow you to handle it better, will allow you to not get overly emotional when it happens. So let's compare it to driving your car. And for those kids that, uh, you know, can't drive a car yet, aren't 16, don't have their driver's license, whatever, maybe you can imagine this one. Um, And maybe you can know from personal experience from your mom or dad who go through this scenario. So it's so, think about this, it's so frustrating to catch a red light and then another and then another like getting stopped at red lights. It's so frustrating. I know it drives me nuts to get slowed down that much. Like I'm just trying to get home or I'm just trying to run errands or I'm just trying to get where I need to be and just getting stopped at red light after red light after red light. It's frustrating. I think that's a universal experience (laughs) that getting stopped at red lights is frustrating. But occasionally I'll do the kind of a thought experiment or uh, I'll have an enlightened moment of of tranquility and say to myself, you know what? It's okay if I don't make it through every light. I'll be okay. Going a little slower won't actually hurt me. So I before I even get to a light, sometimes it takes this first red light to make me have this conversation in my head, but before I even approach my drive, as I'm driving, before I get stopped at a red light, I go ahead and tell myself, you know what? I'm going to be okay if this light turns red. I'm going to be okay if I get stopped at a bunch of red lights because you know what? I'll be okay. I, it won't actually hurt me. Going slow is actually kind of relaxing and peaceful if you think about it. You're not, you know, gripping the steering wheel, trying to get through every light, trying to get where you're going really fast. It, it can actually be a peaceful thing to get slowed down. Uh, you know, that's a, maybe I'm stretching a little bit. It's, it's not super peaceful, but you can control your emotions in these moments. What you cannot control is whether or not the, the light turns red or green or, or yellow. You can't control that. You can't control the car in front of you, whether or not they're going slow, slowing you down, making you catch the red light. You can't control the speed limit, but you can control how you react in the moment. You can control how you drive. You can control your relaxation. You can control your acceptance. You can control your pre-acceptance. So this allows me to be relaxed when I'm rolling up to a light, even when it's red. I pre-accept getting stopped. So when it happens, it doesn't cause me to get frustrated. It's I think it's pretty simple. It's not easy. Just because it's simple doesn't mean it's easy, but it's a simple concept that can change the way you handle and the ch- it can change the, your emotions in reaction to an event. So back to golf. Let's say bogeys and double bogeys are red lights on your drive to where you're going. So you know they're going to happen. When was the last time you had a round without a bogey or without a bogey? You know, you can get, you can go through some rounds without double bogeys, but 
Even that's hard sometimes. Uh, increasingly harder for me. When was the last time you went through a round without a bogey? It's super rare. So, if you know it's inevitable, but when it happens, you still get really frustrated and it, it causes you to do worse after the bogey, then that's that's something that was totally in your control that you let affect you negatively. So your job in that moment is is to be okay with it before it even happens, to to pre-accept the result, to pre-accept the inevitable result of a bogey. It's gonna happen, so why let it frustrate you when it does happen? And and that's the simple concept that I want to tell you. I mean, if you can pre-accept a bad result, then you can handle it better and it won't affect your next shot. You you can be less emotional in the moment that it happens. And if you pre-accept the possibility of a bad round, of, of a round that's higher than your average, of a round that you didn't want to happen, you can handle it better when things start going bad during the round. Now, that doesn't mean you stop holding yourself to a high standard. That doesn't mean you stop working hard trying to make your game better so that you don't shoot the high round or you don't shoot the high scores or you don't have the bad shots. That means you work super hard outside of playing, which is something you can control. And then when you're playing, you focus on what you can control, which is your attitude, your acceptance, your commitment, your trust level. So general theme is always doing what you can control and letting go of what you can't control. Pre-accepting the possibility of a bad shot or a bad score. It's gonna happen. It's inevitable. So you might as well go ahead and prepare your mind for it. And then when you play good and when you when you shoot good scores and when you hit good shots, then you've pre-accepted those and you can handle those without much emotion too. So it's all a game of pre-accepting the possibility of an inevitable result, committing to your target, trusting in your ability to hit the shot, letting go, letting it rip, and then accepting the result, and then moving on. Every moment you're doing what you can control. So that's that's all I wanted to talk about today. Just wanted to, to help you the next time you play, as you're going into it, to go ahead and accept the inevitability of a bad shot, a bad score. Um, and then and then play your heart out while you're playing and, and focus on what you can control. I hope this helped. Um, this kind of mentality has certainly helped me over the years. And and just, just be able to let go of the things I can't control. Let go of the red lights. Let go of the slow cars. Let go of the speed limit and just do what I can control. All right, if this helped you out, I would love it if you rated it on... Apple Podcasts. That's the way that the most people can hear about the podcast. That's that's how new people can come to learn about this podcast and get their golf game in a better frame of mind. Um, and if you really, really liked it, and, and if you just like the episode or like the podcast in general, I'd love it if you shared it with somebody. You know, hey, I think you could use this 
uh, I, I heard something that reminded me of you. I, I noticed you got really flustered the last time we played. Maybe you should listen to this about pre-acceptance. Uh, yeah, so I'd love it if you rated it and then shared it with someone you know. And uh, yeah, so I hope to see you guys tomorrow if I, if I can keep this train rolling. Yeah, okay, thanks for listening. Catch you later.